The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. For the beauty of the earth, for the glory of the skies, for the love which from our birth over and around us lies. Lord of all, to thee we raise. These are prayers of thanks and praise. Beloved, the liturgy, music, and homily are offered this day here in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here in Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership now and later at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful and material support, your written or emailed suggestions and responses, your self-selections of forms of leadership and service in our midst, and as the Spirit moves come Sunday, your presence with us in worship. Upon this Bach, Sun, Bach Cantata Sunday, in the interweaving of gospel and song, of word and music, we are bathed in beauty, bathed in beauty, bathed in beauty, bathed in beauty. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
may we pray. O God, you declare your almighty power chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Grant us the fullness of your grace that we, running to obtain your promises, may become partakers of your heavenly treasure through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A lesson from St. Paul's Epistle to the Philippians, chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Please join me in saying verses from Psalm 78 with the antiphon. my people to my teaching incline your ears to the words of my mouth I will open my mouth in a parable I will utter dark sayings from of old things that we have heard and known that our ancestors have told us we will not hide them from their children we will tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders in the sight of their ancestors, he worked marvels in the land of Egypt, in the fields of Zon. He divided the sea in the land of Asperit, and 
and made the waters stand like a king. In the daytime he led them with a cloud, and all night long with a fiery light. He split rocks open in the wilderness, and gave them drink abundantly as from the deep. He made streams come out of the rock, and caused waters to flow down like rivers. stand as we are able for the singing of the Gloria Patri and the reading of the gospel. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew, chapter 21, verses 23 through 32. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. When he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same, and he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness and you did not believe him. 
but the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Christ. We are entering a new year, whether with the academics at matriculation or with those following this season's autumnal sports or with hikers and campers as fall arrives. Our Holy Scripture and our cantata both this morning offer us insights for a new day. In particular, those of you who may find yourselves outside of the religious traditions around you, or the tradition, if any, in which you were raised, may be heartened to hear both music and word this morning. Our community of faith at Marsh Chapel, Boston University, shares with other such communities far and near an alertness to the meaning embedded in beginnings. So the cantata, Jesus shall be my everything, Jesus shall remain my beginning, Jesus is my light of joy. So the duet, duet affirms in just a few moments. That is, beginnings stay with you, beginnings remain, beginnings continue. The start of something new stays with us long after the newness has been spent. We recognize the power of new beginnings. Look at the few days of this week and weekend. Thursday, hundreds of students and others gathered right here within the Jewish community to celebrate Rosh Hashanah, the start of the Jewish New Year. Songs and prayers and readings, teachings, were deployed to plumb the depth of meaning in the return of the year's opening. Last night, Saturday, Many hundreds of students and others gathered for feasting and dancing, the dance of divine love at the celebration of Raslela. Communal recognition, day by day of all that is new. Songs and dance and prayer and readings, teachings were deployed to plumb the depth of meaning last evening. Boston University is proud to host the largest Hindu Students Association in the country. This yearly Saturday evening dance festival provides colorful, fervent, rhythmic opening to the rest of the year. The dance and the meal and the gathering seem to pray, as does our cantata. Bless all faithful teachers. Bless hearers of the word. May peace and loyalty kiss each other. Thus we would live this entire year in blessing. This evening, this Sunday evening, yet another several hundred students and others will gather to share a common meal, a common table, a common reading, a common address, a common community of fellowship. This is the Feast of Eid, in which our Muslim community completes Ramadan and enters the year following those days of discipline. Songs, prayers, readings, teachings will be deployed to plumb the depth of meaning in a sort of return to the beginnings of this season. So the meal suggests, as the cantata affirms, let us complete the year to the praise of the divine name. All of these events this year will have been located 
in the same space, in the same week, in the same university, on the same street, and they will have happened in the very same room, though at different times. In engaging difference, in embracing alterity, we do well not to minimize the variations, the differences present. We also do well to recognize the common hope present across those many differences. Community emerges from diversity when diversity is longing for unity. Community emerges from diversity when diversity is longing for unity. And without that common hope, there will be no common faith, and then over time, no common ground. In addition, the Christian community will be gathered for worship here in the nave of Marsh Chapel and across the airwaves, well, right now, and later in and through the afternoon and week for other Christian services, three Roman Catholic Masses, an evening ecumenical Sunday Eucharist, prayer and devotion preceding the inner strength gospel choir practice, Monday evening Orthodox communion, a Wednesday evening ecumenical and Episcopal evening prayer, a Wednesday school of theology service, a moment Thursday of silent prayer, and a common ground Thursday communion service and other services, all this week right here. Next Sunday afternoon, we will celebrate at 2 p.m. the baptism of Nathan Hutchison Jones, one of several infants baptized this year. It too is an hour of new beginnings. Beginnings remain. Beginnings reverberate. Beginnings resound through time and space. And every dawn, every morning awakening is one such new beginning. How seriously, studiously, and curiously, famously wondered Howard Thurman, have we taken our moment every morning awaking from slumber day by day. Keep a list this week of beginnings, New Year celebrations of different kinds, a first paper submitted, a first date enjoyed, a first real conversation in friendship, a first blistering failure, a first day on the job, a first ache in the bones to hint at the advent of autumn in life coming, a first handshake, a first argument, a first genuine disappointment. Whatever years begin in the next week, take a moment to savor them or at least to consider them. You can do so with confidence as we hear in a moment as the choir sings. His good spirit, which shows me the path to life, guides and leads me upon a level road. Therefore, I begin this year in Jesus' name. Dr. Jarrett, you have been our guide to the heart of music, brought us by choir and collegium, now over many, several, eight years. How best should we receive, listen to, give ear to word and music in the Bach Cantata this morning? Thank you, Dean Hill. Today's cantata was first performed on New Year's Day in January 1724 for the Feast of the Circumcision and the Naming of Jesus. So it may seem an odd choice for the end of September, but the text of the cantata celebrates the start of the new year as Dean Hill has been talking about. 
and it contains all the hopes for God's blessings and guidance in all new endeavors. It seemed particularly appropriate for the beginning, for the new beginnings all around us. In particular this morning, we welcome our newest choir members and four new choral scholars, two of whom, Ethan Dupuy and Kim Leeds, sing their first solos in our Bach experience this morning. Just as our gospel lesson from Matthew 21 finds Jesus in the temple teaching, the Luke 2 lesson that occasioned this cantata finds Jesus in the temple just eight days after his birth for the celebration of his official naming. It is a moment of great joy and of great promise, and Bach provides music full of fanfare and flourish. Like so many of Bach's opening choral movements, psalms of praise are used to ring in the new year. Sing to the Lord a new song. The company of saints shall praise him. Praise him with drums and dances. Praise him with strings and pipes. And finally, all that hath breath, praise ye the Lord. Alleluia. Scored for full festival forces with three trumpets and timpani, three oboes, and the usual complement of strings, Bach engages the full range of the concerted style. The opening movement is cast in three contrasting sections, and the central text, All That Hath Breath, Praise the Lord, is treated contrapuntally as a fugue, but offset from the outer sections by grand unison statements from Luther's setting of the Te Deum, Lord God, we praise you, and later, Lord God, we thank you. The second movement introduces the three soloists in personal and contemporary petitions. And with the choir's interjections of the Luther Tedeum texts, the movement serves as an extension of the opening chorus. There are two arias in today's cantata. The first, sung by alto soloist Kim Leeds, is an elegant dance-like movement for strings with characteristics of a polonaise. Listen for the sharp rhythms, the lilting rhythms as well. After a recitative seeking God's guidance in the new year through Jesus' name, tenor Ethan Dupuy and DJ Matsko sing a duet again in spirited dance rhythms. Listen for the outline of the melody in the opening solo played by Ben Fox on the Oboe d'Amore. Bach dresses up the otherwise mundane chorale tune with trumpet and timpani flourishes, rounding out a festive work brimming with hope and expectation. And if I may be permitted, Dean Hill, on behalf of the musicians, we wish to offer you and our Marsh community our sincerest thanks for supporting our continued study of the fifth evangelist and his astonishing repertoire. Over the years, we have taught, explored, and performed more than 30 cantatas with regular performances of the St. John and St. Matthew Passions. Last year's year-long survey of the B minor mass kept us on the mountaintop from September to April. As we begin the eighth year of the Bach experience, please know how truly grateful we are for your continued support. This is indeed a day of new beginnings, as by potential, at least, is every day and every Lord's day. Now is the acceptable time. Today is the day of salvation. Our love of Holy Scripture impels us to listen again just a bit more closely to the new beginning announced in Matthew 21. One portion of our passage explores the perennial and contemporary religious and political issue of authority. The pages of the New Testament themselves were composed and collected in no small measure 
as a way of exploring authority. By what authority is the question Jesus parries with another question which puts his interrogators on the horns of a dilemma. When something new is on the horizon, this question invariably arises. In a new year setting, a day of new beginnings, when something big and new is in the offing, it may be worth asking, on whose authority shall weighty and consequential decisions be taken? It is at least worth thinking about by what authority. Another portion of our passage tells of two sons and the opportunity to work the vineyard. It is easy for us to hear the acclaim reserved for the first who goes ahead and does the work, and to hear the criticism of the one who pays lip service to the stewardship of the vineyard but goes another way. For Matthew, at least, here, at least, the surprising gospel is that those not attired in the formal clothing of faith, those even who are engaged in the most secular and ancient of professions, seize the day and take up the labor and tend the vineyard. Not the membership list, but the prospect list. Not the clergy, but the laity. Not those at the center, but those on the periphery not the nominally present, but the actually absent, not those who have cleaned the outside of the cup, but those who have had the inside washed and laundered and pressed and put to service, not those who say a comfortable yes, but those who say an honest no, yet whose lives say yes when others' lives say no. Here at least, to the extent one understands the phrase, one hears an initial encouraging word for those who may be spiritual but not religious. The vineyard awaits those who will tend it. This perhaps is what John Wesley meant to say as he preached, if thine heart be as mine, give me thine hand. Paul says it bluntly. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. It may be that on reflection, the first son had a vision of what such a vineyard could look like over time what such an unusual kind of labor could feel like over time, what such a new start to a new year and a new way could become over time. It may be that on reflection, you, you will have a vision of what such a vineyard, God's very own garden, could look like over time with a little effort, what such an unusual kind of labor, faith working through love, could feel like over time, and what's, a, what's such a new start to a sober and loving life this autumn Sunday could for you become over time. If so, following the service, you may silently whisper, walking or driving home, Lord, we praise you. Since you, with this new year, send us new fortune and new blessing and still think upon us, 
in grace. Amen.
Es wünsche sich die Welt, was Fleisch und Blut wohl gefällt.
Remember this morning that Bach gave us God's word, Mozart gave us God's laughter, and Beethoven gave us God's fire. But God gave us music that we might pray without words. We thank Dr. Scott Allen Jarrett, the Marsh Chapel Choir and Collegium, for leading us in prayer this morning. you once again here in the nave of Marsh Chapel and encourage you to take a moment to participate in our ritual of friendship by putting your name and contact information in the red books found along the center aisle of each pew, passing that book along to your neighbors so that we can get to know you better and help you get to know one another better throughout the coming week. We note that uh, during the singing of the final hymn, children in the chapel are invited to join Jamie Dingus uh, in the narthex and then head downstairs for children's hour. 
We encourage you to look to the Bulletin and the Marsh Chapel website for a full listing of our services and activities. Next Sunday, students are invited to join Jan Hill, First Lady of Marsh Chapel, at the Deanery, 96 Bay State Road, number 10, for breakfast prior to the service. As we prepare to receive the morning offering, we especially encourage our radio and internet listeners to visit the Marsh Chapel website, bu.edu slash chapel, click on the giving link, and make a generous contribution to support our ministry. Your tithes and generous gifts will strengthen our Marsh Chapel ministry, a heart in the heart of the city, and a service in the service of the city. Now walk in love as God loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
for the gift of thy Holy Spirit, gracious God, we offer our thanks for the gift of its fruit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Grant us in this season of new beginnings, we ask, the fruit of thy spirit, generosity, goodness in action, we pray. Bless these gifts and the givers, we ask in Christ. Amen. grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit be and abide with each one of us now and forever. Amen. <laughs>